0: to the European Vascular Podcasts. This month's editor's choice is The Impact of Endovascular Aneurysm Repair on Long-Term Renal Function Based on Hard Renal Outcomes by Edmund Charles and colleagues. The authors have looked into long-term changes in renal function in a unicenter cohort of patients treated with elective EVAR in the UK. It is a retrospective study of a prospectively maintained database of consecutive AAA patients. They included a total of 275 patients who had undergone EVAR between January 2000 and July 2010 and who had been followed for more than five years. They excluded the patients who were previously on renal replacement therapy. The primary outcome was a change in estimated glomerular filtration rate at the latest follow-up. The patients were followed over a median of 9 years. 49% of them suffered a loss in estimated glomerular filtration rate of more than 20%. The decline was similar in patients with preoperative estimated filtration rate above and below 60 mm per minute. Even if half the patients in the study suffered significant renal function decline in the mid to long term, only 2% of the patients deteriorated to eventually require dialysis. Age, male sex, history of diabetes and prior history of ischemic heart disease were independently associated with a decline in estimated filtration rate. And the loss of more than 20% of the estimated glomerular filtration rate was an independent predictor itself of long-term mortality, with a hazard ratio of 1.9 in multivariate analysis. Other independent factors affecting mortality were age, sex, diabetes, and prior history of ischemic heart disease, the same ones which impacted renal function loss. Now, there are three important details about this cohort. All patients were treated within the endograft's instructions for use, and none had particularly hostile necks. Most patients received suprarenal fixation, and the surveillance program did not include CTA routinely only in cases in whom a complication was suspected, so this should not have affected the midterm renal function. This is not the first time that suprarenal fixation has been suspected to affect renal function in the mid and long term, but this suspicion has so far not been proved, even in several studies and meta-analyses published between 2006 and 2017, as highlighted by the authors in the discussion. The strong points of this paper are the long-term follow-up, longer than 5 years, and the estimated glomerular filtration rate as the outcome measure as opposed to serum creatinine levels which can be influenced by muscle mass smaller in older patients and may remain fairly unchanged until renal function is severely affected. And there are two main limitations. It is an observational study with no control group. To try to overcome this, the authors do mention large-scale basic epidemiological non-matched data from the British National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey and estimate that the loss in estimated glomerular filtration rate of the general population would be about a third to a fourth of that described in this cohort. The second limitation is that almost half the patients in the database were not available for the study because of death or loss, and this issue limits external validity. The assessment of EVA results is maturing. From the initial enthusiasm and general belief that it would completely displace open repair, we have moved to a more equipoised analysis of outcome. EVAR is definitely here to stay, but it is increasingly accepted that EVAR is not the best choice for all patients, as neither is open repair. The fine art of personalized medicine also reaches AAA patients. This paper adds to the different elements to take into account in decision-making and in informed consent to the patients. We usually focus on aneurysm-related features The risk of aneurysm rupture, surgical risk, endo-leaks, need for re-intervention. But it seems we should also consider the risk of renal function decline in the midterm. About two-thirds of EVAR patients are alive after five years, so this risk of renal decline would affect the majority of them, with the associated impact in other organs and risk of cardiovascular events. The authors recommend considering this risk of late renal function decline, especially in younger AAA patients and those with pre-existing chronic renal disease. This last group, by the way, is a difficult one in which to make choices, as patients with impaired renal function experience increased growth rates, increased surgical risk for open repair, and increased risk of complications, including short-term and mid-term renal function decline with IVAR. Finally, the authors also recommend surveillance of renal function in follow-up programs after EVA, which sounds very sensible and easy enough to do. I invite you to read the complete article in the European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery in the September 2019 issue, number 58, pages 328 to 333. It is an editor's choice, so open access for everyone. Until our next podcast, have a great day.